This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to another amazing and yet lovely um, segment of uh, 360 Biz. You're joining us today on uh, or you're joining us today on Cliff Central Bulelani Balabala. Um, what you guys would normally know is me rolling with my co-host Debo Homaforty is out somewhere entrepreneuring, which which brings us to the topic of today. I mean, uh, we we just touching on some of the things that uh, we spoke about last week, which are primarily focusing on you know some of the amazing work that some of the corporates and even the even the public sector is doing with regards to developing um, young entrepreneurs. I mean, we all know the statistics of um, how many businesses closed down. We all know the, the, the afflictions that are out there in terms of small businesses coming up and uh, startups that are just failing out because of support out there. So, I mean, we've got amazing people in studio. We've got, I mean, the finance uh, MEC for the Gauteng province in studio with us. We've got an amazing entrepreneur. We've got an amazing representative, a gentleman I particularly look up to. He doesn't know, but I particularly look up to this gentleman and I love the work that they do. And we've got a lovely lady. You know, we've got a lovely lady who's just been patting herself the whole time she's been here because I know she's got to maintain the beauty, but she looks very beautiful and amazing from C's where IT. I mean, you guys are joining us on 360Biz, a platform, a show that has been created to give a platform to young entrepreneurs to, for, to, for opportunities, for development and for growth. So, I mean, before we jump in and before I jump in with the, with the, with the lovely MEC who's got so much truth, I'd like, I mean, the guests to just introduce themselves. Who are you? What do you do? Uh, thank you very much uh, for having us. My name is Katura Mkumba. I'm the Chief Executive Officer for the National Youth Development Agency. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. My name is Barbara Creasy. I'm the MEC of Finance in the Gauteng Provincial Government, and I'm also responsible for our new Department of E-Government. Thank you. Hello, my name is Lara Tundlofu, and I look after communications at CISO IT Group. So I want to throw you with a curveball, um, MEC, and it's very it's such an honor to have you in the room. What's your favorite color? Orange. <laughs> <laughs> such a beautiful thing that you had that off, off the ground. So, MEC, tell us a bit about yourself. I know, I know they never ever ask you these kind of questions, but we are totally uncensored, uncensored and we are totally unradio, so you can never be wrong. Can never, you can always be right, though. But tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is um, the MEC? Well, I, I suppose uh, I'm one of those very unpopular things. Uh, I'm a professional politician. Uh, I was elected to the Gauteng Provincial Legislature in 1994, which was a very long time ago. Um, this is my third executive portfolio. Some of your listeners may know me as I used to be the MEC of Education. Before that, Sports, Arts and Culture. I'm a mother. I've got two grown-up young adult children. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, MEC, um, in terms of entrepreneurship in um, the, 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 the city of, uh, not necessarily the city, but the Gauteng province, are you seeing a buzz um, that is popping up in terms of young people coming up and wanting to develop the immediate economy, with which, is, which is in Gauteng? Well, I think we, we all know that young people face enormous economic challenges that we didn't face as youngsters. Um, you know, when, when we were that age, the expectation was you went out and got a job. Now I think young people have to look at creating their own job. And that obviously poses enormous challenges because there are both financial and non-financial constraints. Yeah. From the point of view of the Gauteng Provincial Government, we are very passionate about a program that, that we call uh, revitalizing the township economy. And I think that's really all about trying to find young people who do come from historically marginalized and disadvantaged communities and trying to support the development of their enterprises. My colleague in the Department of Economic Development would obviously be primarily responsible for that. But in the provincial treasury, um, one of the things that we that we have done is taken a decision that all government contracts under 500,000 need to go to township entrepreneurs. We've wow. spent an amazing amount of time over the last year registering uh, these enterprises to be on the government database. We've increased the number from just over 1,500 in January last year to almost 7,000 now that we have on the, the central procurement database. We are 
we're offering training and development. Um, we're obviously also spending a lot of time looking at commodities that we can target for um, purchase from from the township economy. Um, but obviously, we also have other programs in government. Uh, one of the things our Premier Makura is very passionate about is Tsepo 500,000. That's a program to support young people to get into the workplace, but also to access learnerships and entrepreneurial opportunities. All provincial departments have to contribute to that effort. And in the Department of e-Government, we've got a number of programs where we are developing young entrepreneurs. Uh, we're giving people ICT training experience. Uh, we've also got internship programs. So what we're trying to do is make sure that those who, who come in through other programs also can land up working for the provincial government. Um, so, so these are some of the things that we're trying to do to make it much easier for young people to get into the economic space. Yeah. And, uh, MEC, just from your perspective and your opinion, I mean, how is, how important is it for young people to jump into entrepreneurship as an alternative career choice? I think that it's a, it's a very interesting career option, particularly for young people who are independent minded and who want to challenge. I don't think entrepreneurship is for everybody. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough choice. Um, you've got to be prepared to encounter failure. You've got to be prepared to dust yourself off and try again. But I think that there are lots of young people who do have that kind of tenacity. And I think those are the kinds of people that, that we're looking for through in, in some of our programs. And, and that's why we want to try and do things like create um, – a market for the for the commodities that they produce, as well as offer them training opportunities. Um, you know, just listening to, I mean, some of the things that you've mentioned. I mean, the tip of five hundred thousand revitalizing the township, and it's particularly amazing because I mean, I think that a lot of entrepreneurs out there, you know, uh, go go by the notion that large corporates or even the public sector doesn't even care about the township. I mean, when you count the numbers, when you're speaking about the numbers in terms of businesses that you guys have enrolled and gotten registered, and the fact that you guys um, pre- offer them as preferential uh, as preferential in the procurement uh, system as being the ones who will get anything be- below 500,000. That's particularly amazing. But there's something that you said initially when you started unpacking some of the initiatives and programs that you guys run. What is e-government? Well, I think that uh, we all know that there's, a, there's an, uh, an increasing tendency across our society for citizens to want to access services online. So if you want to pay your uh, municipal services, you don't want to have to go to an office and queue. You want to pay online. Yeah. Similarly, um, if you want to apply for a, to, to put your child in a school for next year, you don't want to have to go and stand in a queue at a school. You want to be able to apply online. So I think in response to, to that demand from, from citizens to receive government services in a more accessible way, we have had to address the question of how do we connect up all government institutions in provincial government, and it's about 3,500 of them, to a high-speed broadband network. How do we institute common applications and operating systems? And also how do we test the applications that we would want to put online, because I think one of the things we all know is that governments can easily become embarrassed if they, they launch a system and it crashes. Yeah. So we have set up this design and validation center in partnership with WITS University. Um, that is where we're going to be testing our online applications. And it's also the place where we will be giving opportunities for Young entrepreneurs who are, who are part of some of the governmental and non-governmental entrepreneurial development initiatives to come in there to familiarize themselves with, uh, exciting equipment we have there, 3D printers, um, but also to offer them training in things like game development, applications development, and so on. You know, um, just touching, 
just touching on the township revitalization, and I mean, which is work that I know that uh, Mr. Kati, you guys dab on a lot in terms of the different grant programs you guys have in developing young entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. But you guys do so much work, really. I mean, CISU IT, the Gauteng Province, and, and the NYDA. Are you guys finding that the entrepreneurs that you assist and, and develop go out there and they actually make a change? Is the percentage much higher than the ones who actually go out there and do nothing about it? Look, uh, well, for us, we think that uh, the journey is still long uh, that needs to be traveled, uh, especially if you uh, take it in the context that South Africa is mainly a youthful nation and that will remain a youthful nation for many years to come. And if you look at, um, you know, the fact that the majority of those uh, who are in the cold face of the triple challenges that are facing South Africa, those of unemployment, poverty and inequality remains young people, there's a lot to be done. But uh, we're beginning to see progress in some of the initiatives that we're doing, even though we're, <coughs> excuse me, even though we are worried about uh, the, in, the uptake by young people. So, for an example, we started the grant funding program as the agency three years ago. We've just concluded an evaluation uh, of that grant funding program uh, recently, which uh, has indicated that of the businesses that we have funded three years ago, at least about 53% of them are still operating, they're sustainable, they've been able to create jobs. Comparatively speaking, you would know that generally the majority of businesses that get to be registered with the CIPC generally, about uh, in fact uh, just under uh, 80% of them do not make it even beyond 12 months. So we're beginning to see a change um, uh, but when I say we're not necessarily satisfied with the uptake is because if you take the uh, the situation of the high employment that we face in our country and the fact that we're a developing economy, like many other developing economies, uh, the way to create jobs is through small and medium uh, uh, enterprises. Uh, we have also gone uh, to to the extent of entering into a tripartite relationship with the Small Enterprise Finance Agency as well as the Industrial Development Corporation where we've set aside 2.7 billion rands uh, for loan financing for youth-owned uh, enterprises. We've also gone out uh, to convince these two institutions uh, to make the fund user-friendly to young people. For an example, in that fund, uh, you don't need collateral or surety ship as long as the idea is good and we believe that it can be a sustainable business that can assist us to grow the economy, you will be funded. We have also gone out to say that in our experience, we have seen that uh, the majority of businesses that gets to fail, they don't necessarily fail because they are bad ideas or they are uh, badly run. What you also find is that it's the burden of repayment of the loan. You get a loan today, three months later you are expected to pay the first installment. You have not even broken even. You end up paying the loan from the loan itself. Twelve months later, you are out of business. So we have gone to to the extent of agreeing with these two partners that uh, these youth-owned enterprises should be able to be given a a, a repayment holiday of up to 12 months. Uh, we have also said that because all of us are, are government entities, we don't have the cost of capital, unlike the banks who must buy their currency from the Reserve Bank. Uh, we, we, we must give these loans at an interest rate of prime minus 3% across the board, regardless of the risk profile. But also to then say, let's accompany the funding uh, with uh, non-financial services like mentorship, uh, things like market linkages, assisting to link young people with those who can buy what they're producing and whatever else. But what we have seen in the last two years of existence of this fund is that we have done a lot better when it comes to funding between up to 5 million rand, which is what we do uh, through CIFA. With IDC, we fund up to 50 million rand. So we're spending more on the smaller, uh, uh, you know, uh, business ventures. We're not seeing the uptake that we desire to see from young people on businesses that require between 5 million and 50 million. And if we talk about transforming the economy, and and shifting uh, the, the the ownership of the economy to reflect the demographics of our country. And if we talk about economic freedom in the lifetime of the generation of young people today, we need to see more and more young people dreaming a little bit bigger. So w- w- what, what we're saying is that we're seeing some progress, but we're seeing progress more on the small scale a type of entrepreneurship. It's encouraging because we believe that three years, four years, five years from now, these young people who are succeeding, the 53% that I spoke about, will probably graduate 
to be able to go into that space of 5 million to, to 50 million. But we would like to see a lot more activity even now uh, 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 so that we can be able to, to, to deal with these challenges of unemployment uh, and poverty amongst young people. Yeah. You know, such a such a very interesting thing um, from what uh, Mr. Katsu is saying here, and it links so much to some of the things that you've been talking about. I, I don't know if maybe your you know your your colleague might be the one who might be the best to answer this, but you know, it's just a question that came up from the top of my head. You're doing so much work with regards to the development of entrepreneur. What Mr. Katsu was talking about is that you know we've got so many entrepreneurs that would rather dab below five million or two million to start those small businesses. With the with the program that you guys and in the initial of rather that you guys are running Gidu, which is maybe allocating 500,000 um, um, procurement preference of below 500,000 to these township entrepreneurs. Are you are you finding that they, I mean, are they offering professional service? Are they coming up to the party or is it just, you know, a, a big party or a hoo-ha over the fact that it's actually 500,000 and we are the ones who are the custodians of it? Well, let's talk about outcomes of the previous financial year. Yeah. Yeah. Provincial government and municipal governments combined in the Gauteng space spent 6 billion rand of their procurement spend on procuring goods and services from township entrepreneurs. And that is a, an increase in one year, um, a six-fold increase in one year, because we were, yeah. we were procuring about a billion in January last year. Wow. Now, I think that for for us, the the key thing that that we've realised we must focus on is this thing of strategic sourcing. So we've got to sit down and say, at the moment, most of our township entrepreneurs are in the construction and maintenance space. Um, but what else do we procure that lends itself to the small entrepreneur? Let me give you an an, an example. Uh, we've got huge hospitals, Krasani Baragwanth, for example. They are buying thousands of loaves of bread every day. How do we facilitate the establishment, which is what MEC Maile is doing, of bakeries that we can procure bread from? Mm. I think one of the, one of the things that perhaps we would need to work much more closely with CIFA and the NYDA on, is how do we um, absorb businesses that they are developing into our supply chain and how do we take people that are in our supply chain and share uh, those people with yourselves so that you can look at at supporting them because what we're saying is that we're willing to buy goods and services from them. Mm. You know, mm. you, you spoke about the very important issue of, of the loan repayments as one huge variable in success. Yeah. I think the other variables in success is market access. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, if we can, if we can solve that problem, it also ultimately gives some stability in the, in the loan repayment conundrum. But I think also, all of us have got to do more work with the private sector to enable the private sector to also take these emerging enterprises yeah. into their supply chains. Because at the end of the day, if all of these entrepreneurs are going to be looking at government, when the economy is not primarily in government hands, it's in, in the private space, uh, I think that is where we, we would be making a mistake. So I think that one of the things we're trying to say, for example, um, to our provincial banker is we've worked with these entrepreneurs. They can deliver on time. You can also work with them. Mm. And I think that, that, mm. that we need to explore the question of market access yeah. uh, in a more sustainable way. Yeah. Um, you know, before I release you, MEC, I mean, what are some of the, uh, I mean, are there any other, are there any exciting programs that you, that you guys are going to be running out there that you guys are going to be initiating that you'd like to share with us before you leave? Well, I mean, I thought we should talk about this um, step up yeah. to a start program because um, in our DAV center, our design and validation center, that is where we will be taking the top 30 young people that come through that program yeah. um, and giving them an opportunity to to have training on the 3D printing to, to um, 
have a short course on video game design, but also to look at their own entrepreneurial activities and say how how could they use ICTs to enhance their own um, entrepreneurial activity yeah. that they have designed. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that kind of thing is important because <clears throat> unless youngsters from a from a school going age are introduced to the idea first of all of entrepreneurship as you as you raised earlier as a career option, but secondly the the magnitude of the ICT space as a as a career option. Um, I think that 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 really helps to to point young people in the right direction. You know, up to now, school kids think that they must do computer programming in order to to go into the ICT field. Whereas what we know is that where there are lots of growth opportunities is in the the design of applications. This innovation space is really something that's very important. And, um, you know, we're also working with the the innovation hub in the city of Tswani where we are developing this concept of Ikasi labs. And these Ikasi labs are spaces that we're setting up in townships where we're running boot camps specifically to train young people on the concept of innovation, uh, not necessarily in the ICT space, but I suppose most innovation today involves some some component of ICT. Mm. But... Um, you know, I think these are these are some of the the exciting programs. Uh, it is the the intention of the Gauteng government early in October to try and host um, a mobile uh, innovation lab conference where we can bring together a number of people who are working in this innovation space. Um, so I think these are these are exciting things that are are coming along. Yeah, um, I'd really, really love to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us today. And I mean, I just want to, you know, emphasize that um, the work that you guys are doing is not going unseen. I mean, for instance, uh, for someone like myself, who's a township entrepreneur, I mean, I've been an, an entrepreneur now for 10 years, started when I was 17 from my mom's garage. So you see now when you hear of such innovations and such work that is being done, it, it's such a it's such a moving thing because I've seen the move with Cassie Labs. We see the work um, that the guys at uh, Prime Stars are doing with the Step Up to a Startup, and it's particularly phenomenal. And we just wanted to commend you and just, uh, you know, give you a round of applause and thank you for doing the amazing work and continue. We'd like to encourage you and saying that please continue to spearhead um, innovation, e-government, entrepreneurship, and then build our city. We thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. So we're just going to break out uh, for a couple of minutes and uh, bidding our um, a beautiful MEC farewell and join us in the next few minutes as we chat to a beautiful lady from CISWA IT. 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com. So T, do you know that we host motoring's biggest power hour? Yes, I do. And do you know that it's not just a show about cars, but it's a show that covers a host of relevant motoring topics? Yes, I do. And do you know that there are over 1 billion cars currently in use on Earth and that the new car smell is composed of over 50 volatile organic compounds? Uh, uh, no. Make sure you're up to speed with all things motoring by tuning into Auto Central every Monday morning at 9 a.m. just after the Gareth Cliff Show or download the podcast on autotrader.co.za. Auto Central, motoring's biggest power hour, powered by Auto Trader. This is cliffcentral.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm sitting here with, uh, what do I call you? My mixer, my producer. No, my producer is over there at the back. She's looking beautiful with a nice bro. You would be my, this is like pinky and the brain, technical. <laughs> um, thank you guys for, um, for joining us yet again uh, as we continue the discussion on entrepreneurial development. We've had some amazing insight from uh, the MEC and also Mr. Cutter shed light on some of the things which we'll be digging deeper into. Um, but I'd like to just give, give, give platform to an amazing lady from CISWA Group. Um, Lerato, just tell us a bit about yourself and what, what does, what is CISWA Group? I mean, what do they do? I see them everywhere in orange, but I'm not sure. I I see the IT. The IT to me goes as far as laptop technician. Just, just dig us deeper. Um, okay. My name is Lerato and uh, I work for Susa IT Group as a communications coordinator. I'm a mother to two girls. Uh, 
And I love being in the IT space. I really do. Uh, we, because IT is an enabler. So we, we, we get involved in everything. Um, IT goes beyond laptops and, and hardware. We are now moving into a space of applications like the MEC mentioned, software. We, we moving into something called Internet of Things where we, we make the hardware talk to the software and it delivers, uh, more results and, and, and it's, it's, it's quite exciting. It, it comes up in, in, in the movie that you can take hardware, software and make it talk to each other. So it, it's quite so exciting. The, so I'd like to button here. I watched the movie mm-hmm. of which I premiered at the end and I close it off with my talk. But here's the thing. Just educate me. I mean, to someone who's out there, you, you said something there, and I think it's one of the pinnacle things that you guys are, are pushing at the moment, which is the Internet of Things. It sounds, it sounds like such a casual term that I'd be using as slang. What is the Internet of Things? Uh, Internet of Things, in, in a nutshell, I'm not a very technical person, but in a nutshell, is, is, it's, it's software. It's software. It's, it's applications yeah. that you use together with your hardware and infrastructure uh, to make it Together, it it it's like intelligent IT. Yeah, I, I think that's another way to put it. It's like intelligent IT, where you have um, you can control things remotely. You you can control mm. things remotely. Mm. Yes, uh, it, it sends information. I think there there are a lot of solutions in 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 the in the. IOT space. It could be um, security reasons. It could be for security reasons. It could be for lighting because we have we have we have a, a lot of um, increase on on our grid. But then you could be switching off lights, uh, sitting somewhere else while everyone is out in the office. It's for security reasons where you can be locking doors, making sure that everyone is out of the the building and no access card can work. And you can do that from your cell phone. Wow, that yes, is that, that is particularly phenomenal. Okay. And I mean, how is important? How important is it um, for entrepreneurs to jump into the technology space? Um, I think, or rather, uh, let me ask the question this way: Is the technology space open to young startups to jump in and you know implement their ideas? It is open. It is open. The doors are open, and and for me, it's 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 quite exciting because. Um, we, we want the innovations, you know. IT right now is about innovation. It's, it's no longer just about getting that laptop there and, and the laptop does one thing. It's about innovation and there is a lot of, uh, growth in the industry, in the IT industry. And, uh, we, we're looking for fresh ideas. We, we're looking for, for innovators, tomorrow's innovators. So, uh, youngsters must just get involved and, and IT is an enabler. So, with IT is you, you can't say it's it's one thing. It's it's not one stream because we need IT in everything that we do. We need IT in hospitals. We need IT in 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 in, in the education space. So it's an enabler. It's we fit in everywhere. We fit in everywhere. So in terms of the step up to a startup, and I mean, uh, you know, I'd like to then also, you know, in this question, it's a loaded question because I'd like to, to to also then touch on some of the other initiatives that you guys run. Now, in terms of the step up to a startup program, how do you guys fit in there? And, and what's, what, I mean, how do you guys fit into the whole puzzle? And what are some of the programs you guys are running? Okay, how we fit in is that we, we are an IT partner. Uh, one of the... Our objectives is to take this movie because remember the movie is shown as technical cinemas. Yeah. What about the the learners in the remote areas? Hmm. Because they they are not going to be able to go to the cinema and see the movie. Yeah, so true. So yeah. our 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 part there is to take this movie to the schools in the remote areas. We don't. We we have issues also of internet connectivity when you get to remote areas. We are using ICT. To take the movie to them, and we we don't even need to be plugging in at the internet because we know it costs money. We know that um, uh, we we might have issues with the bandwidth, uh, and that's where we play. And we we will be assisting Primesters Marketing to take the movie to their remote areas. We have already identified a school uh, uh, in in KZN. It's in Josini. It's about two hundred kilometers uh, from Riches Bay. I've been there, and it's a very beautiful place. And we look forward to taking the movie to 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 the Lenesti. Selfishly, so I'd like to put in a request. Please bring it to Tembisa. 
<laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I'm a I'm an entrepreneur. I'm from Timbisa. My company has been there now for the past ten years. Been running from Timbisa. So what was my mother's garage is now a whole huge office, and we've created employment for twelve, for thirty, for eleven young permanent people and three part time. So what I love is the fact that, and just to top it off, I'm a beneficiary of the. The program, it's not the grant program from the NYDA, program. the voucher program. Yes. I got three vouchers. My first website came to these guys. I'm punting you because I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> and I mean, it's amazing work um, that we've been doing. But you know, the, the, the reason why it seems like I'm circling around the township, um, I think questions is because that's where I personally, I stand to be correct, just personally feel like it's one of the elements that we need to focus on in terms of uh, entrepreneurship growth of which we, of which you've named in your program that you guys are focused in. And Mr. I know that Mr. Katu, they're doing a lot of work around that market. Um, there was a the, 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 there was one talk I was doing once, and you know, a study studies show that um, we start businesses according to the level of our education. Now I'm trying to tie it in with Mr. What Mr. Katu was saying. The reason why we start businesses according to the level of education. So ten years ago, when I started a business, it was an internet cafe, and it made sense because that was the greatest challenge. That is all that I saw. And now, now you're getting into a space where you're sitting with where we're with a channel where you want to channel fifty to a hundred million, but there are no entrepreneurs that are trying to enterprise to that level. I mean, even with uh, technology and innovation, it is not a hundred thousand or a two million business. It's way bigger than that in terms of the application and the development i mean 10 years ago there was no twitter i don't believe there was facebook i mean there was no airbnb there was no uber and those are applications that were based around innovation and i believe that you know the township is one of the places where we'd be able to unearth some of the talent and some of the innovation but the question that i'd like to now ask and i'd like to direct this to you um mr katu is that in terms of in terms of some of the training programs and the mentorship and the develop or rather what are some of the training or mentorship programs that you guys have because i know you guys have got particular programs um to develop young entrepreneurs startup entrepreneurs in this particular space look um, excuse me we we have a bit uh, of uh, programs that we do in that space and uh, maybe just as a starting point uh, this is one of the interest uh, that we had uh, on the step up to a startup uh, program uh, when prime stars presented it to us uh, because um Realistically, um, uh, entrepreneurship activity is very low. Uh, in fact, the Global Economic Monetary Report for the last three, four years has been saying the same thing, that South Africa has the lowest entrepreneurship activity rate in sub-Saharan Africa, uh, which is quite strange given that South Africa has the biggest economy in the African continent, uh, which then tells you that the majority of um, of young people are not actively involved in entrepreneurship, uh, which is a sad state of affairs because uh, if you can talk about 22 years of democracy and you talk about a situation where uh, 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 black people and Africans uh, uh, in particular, a young child, uh, still dreams of going to school, get a better degree and get, get a better job. Uh, that situation is unsustainable for us as a country because if we want to address the question of unemployment and poverty, we have to uh, encourage our young people to think about being the employers of tomorrow. We have to encourage them to think about being the owners of the economy and not the consumers of the economy. So with that understanding, for one, we think that the step up uh, to, to a startup uh, program creates or begin to instill uh, that different kind of thinking uh, amongst these school-going children whilst they're still young, that actually I can go to school, I can go to university, get the knowledge and the expertise that I, I can get from academics, uh, the, the academic world and use it to start my own business, use it to become an employer, use it to become you know, a, a, a one of the listed companies in the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. So that's why for, for on, on the side of this step up to start up why we thought uh, or why we saw value in getting involved but generally speaking from an NYD perspective we have um, enterprise development programs one of them is the entrepreneurship uh, awareness program here we do what similarly to what we're doing through the step up uh, uh, to a startup campaign but here we go out to communities, we engage with young people, we tell them about entrepreneurship, we tell them about 
entrepreneurship as an alternative to employment. Uh, and once we, we see that or we find those that show interest in entrepreneurship, then we take them through an, a more structured enterprise development training program. That's where we now delve a little bit deeper into how do you go about registering a business? How do you go about managing the day-to-day business so that you know you understand that you have to open, for an example, a bank account of the business. You have to pay yourself a salary. You don't hear that, uh, uh, you know, there's a party somewhere on Sunday. You go to the bank account of the business. You withdraw there so that you can get a few <laughs> yeah, drinks and whatever. True. So we teach those basics. And then beyond that, we'll then assist with them. Um, a program that you have mentioned, the voucher program, uh, where, for an example, we will then assist you as a young person to go and register your business with CIPC. We would pay for that. Um, and then we'll also assist with things like, you know, uh, paying for the development of your business plan. And then we then further then, uh, you know, can take you to our grant funding program if you are starting at the level of our grant funding program. If not, we then link you to other development finance institutions. Like I spoke about the relationship we have with CIFA where we can fund up to 5 million. The relationship with IDC where we can fund up to 15 million. So, broadly speaking, we, we are taking the awareness issue very serious so that we can begin to change the mindset of these young people so that they can think Think of entrepreneurship as the future because indeed it is the future. I mean, you make examples of, uh, you know, innovative programs like uh, Uber, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and so forth and so forth. That's where the future is. Uh, you know, young people must be thinking about social entrepreneurship even. Mm-hmm. How do we make the lives of people in our own communities better whilst making money? developing our, our, our communities, developing our country, growing the economy, empowering ourselves socio and economically. So so that, that's where uh, we, we, are, we are playing that space in. Hmm. Now, you know, um, in terms of the program that now, Lerato, I'd like to throw this your way. Now, in terms of the program that you guys are running with regards to entrepreneurial development, could you tell us a bit about that and what goes into the whole program? Okay, I think it's very important also to outline that uh, the business model, uh, CISO's business model, is based on SMEs. So we have a footprint in every province. We, 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 have, we have offices in every province. And those, those people who are there, the business that are there, they were brought in on the Enterprise Development Program as SMEs. Right now they are subsidiaries. And they've grown so big that uh, sometimes they are competitors in, in, uh, for, for some of the contracts. And we have a very formalized enterprise development program where we look at, um, we look at how to build a business plan, a viable business plan. We're talking about, um, financial management. We're talking about marketing. And as MEC had, 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 uh, mentioned that it is very important that we look at how they access the market. So we, we have all that. We, we're looking at, uh, looking, Help assisting them run their business until they're at a point where they are confident and skilled enough to run their own businesses. Where we, we we've helped them with their back end, your HR, your 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 finances. So we we have a very formalized enterprise development program, and we we take on different SMEs uh, based on our business needs, based on our clients' needs, because we don't want to be uh, taking on. SMMEs every every year or at, at at any given point while we don't know what we are going to do with the SMMEs afterwards because it is very important that we start from point A and then we get to a point where now we're saying they need to be making money. Once the contracts are coming in, what are we doing to support them? They are, get their websites running, get their profile them. Uh, because it is very important that they should not be looking at one stream of, of, of income. For example, we cannot be focusing only on being reactive and, and waiting for tenders, you know, to be, to be, to be out. And we understand even the cycle, the, 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 the sales cycle has increased. So what are we doing in, in the meantime? That's why we, we say to them, we are going to be proactive. We are going to look into doing lead generation campaigns with you. We are going to be profiling you. So, um, we, we, we have looked at that. We have looked at how we, we support them from point A. And, and until where they 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 they, are, they can stand on their own and uh, and they 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 continue the cycle because for us it's it's very important that um, once you've been through the program 
you need to be given back to society mm. in some way. And and transferring skills is very important. We we see it with one of our SMMEs in, in Cape Town, in the Western Cape, Mantella IT. Mantella IT, they've grown so big right now. They they, they are they are our competitor in, in most of the contracts in the Western Cape. What they have started doing is that they train IT specialists from uh, disadvantaged backgrounds because they've been through that and, and they got the support so now they're moving on and training others so it's a cycle and we need to, to keep uh, the world uh, moving. Now Mr. Katsu you touched on the importance of uh, social entrepreneurship I mean how, 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 how is this approach more you know more more uh, what's the word how is this approach more I don't know. What's the word? You know when you speak English and English runs away? Yeah. I want to say it in Zulu. <laughs> I'm lying. I can't say it in Zulu. <laughs> but I mean, how is, how, is, how is this approach opposed to the conventional, just being an entrepreneur, capitalist? Yeah. I mean, how is this more important, being a social entrepreneur? Look, I mean, uh, I think it's, it's more important because uh, generally uh, we must, uh, all of us, accept and understand that uh, uh, we're here for a time period. We will pass and future generations will come. And I think that all of us must be able to accept that uh, we have to hand over this planet uh, uh, better than what we found it. Uh, today, uh, I think we're doing more damage to it than what we found. What we found it, if you look at uh, issues of, um, you know, general pollution that is happening across the world, you know, uh, uh, and things like that. So when we begin to talk about social entrepreneurship, you talk about uh, an entrepreneurship which is primarily founded as much as it's about, uh, you know, profit maximization as any other business is, but it's also more founded on the question of uh, what is it uh, that we can do to better uh, our communities or to better our country? Uh, let's take for an example. Um, you 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 are you stay in Tembisa, yes. right? Uh, you know that uh, every Monday uh, in local clinics, uh, old uh, people must go and collect uh, their uh, diabetes medicine, uh, right? They must travel long distances, maybe beyond taxis, they're not comfortable, they're sick and whatever else. You can easily say that I will start a business where I'll hire some guys and we'll get bicycles or scooters, right? You come to NYDA, we'll buy you a couple of scooters, we'll buy you a couple of bicycles through our grant funding program. You begin to go and collect those medication every Monday for those old people uh, and you deliver it to their homes and maybe they pay you like 10 bucks for doing that. You, you have solved a community problem. You have made your community a better place, but at the same time, you are enterprising it. You, you, you are able to add address uh, your economic status you're able to create jobs you're able to contribute in the growth of the economy so and and those are things that we need to to, to start thinking about uber is a perfect example i mean the speed at which you can get uh, to move from point a to point b has been improved dramatically so just because of an innovative idea it makes society works better and there are many other ideas that that can work like that for our part as the nyd we have a program that we call community development facilitation program where we go out of our way to go to communities and try and identify available economic opportunities that exist in that particular environment and then we try and guide young people or channel young people towards uh, taking advantage of those opportunities so we will train these young people on those opportunities that are there we will then assist them to register themselves uh, you know businesses whether it be cooperatives we'll train them we'll capacitate them or we will even give them the grant that we, we have or if that business opportunity requires a little bit more we'll then link them with those who can system now you know it's it's, it's so fascinating because you've got such a an, an immense passion for the development of people and entrepreneurship are you an entrepreneur because <laughs> you know you've got this amazing passion i mean i've seen you on a lot of platforms and yeah. you speak with so much detail but you're not speaking from a detail oriented perspective where yeah. someone drew up your facts mm. but you really know them and you speak with so much passion i mean are you an entrepreneur i, I think there's an entrepreneur inside me who's crying <laughs> <to come out. laughs> so. just 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 
hypothetically, just to lighten up the mood, hypothetically, if you had to be an entrepreneur, any industry, which industry would you be in? Look, uh, I'm passionate about uh, wildlife. Uh, I think that uh, if I were to study business today, I'll probably be going into uh, wildlife gaming wow. uh, or, uh, you know, a lodge type of a situation uh, or, you know, the hospitality industry yeah. in, 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 in that space because I'm passionate about it. I, I, I strongly believe that uh, uh, you stand a better chance to succeed as an entrepreneur when you are doing something you are passionate about because yeah. what I know about business and this is an experience that I've gone through I've seen so many people who have come through our doors so many people that have come to us for advice is that in business you must be prepared I mean MEC said it to fall uh, and you may fall not once a couple of times but you must always be ready to stand up and dust yourself off and run again but you need the passion yeah. because if it's about the money uh, uh, when it's not coming you, you will leave it and you will not succeed. So passion is very important. I would have never thought gaming large. I can just almost see you with the khaki shorts, the brown boots. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, Lerato, I mean, just the, just the same question to you. I mean, if you, if you were, are you an entrepreneur? Uh, I think we, we all have that little thing in us. What, what industry? What business? <laughs> what would you be doing? Hospitality, food. Wow. Okay. I'm a foodie. <laughs> I used to think I was a foodie But I look at your body I look at mine Mine is a clear evidence That I'm the real foodie here You know the, uh, the, Here's something I'd like Here's a direction I'd, li- I'd now love to take take a turn in You spoke about passion And I mean I mean, how important is it for an entrepreneur, Lerato, to have passion? Because, you know, that's, 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 and I mean, you just then spoke back to the passion that you have about this because most of the time I feel like we give generic uh, advice to people to then say that, no, 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 if you love it, go that way. If you, if you feel like you more equipped, more you learn it, go that way. But I think that, I mean, for the first six years of my business, I was making anything between 180 rand to about 480 per week. There was no money. I was all, I was, I was on a deficit i mean i was on a minus all the time and i mean it's only now that things started to take a new shape we became an agency that was still in the township proudly because i believe in this notion that 40 50 ago years ago Santon was just a bush but today it's regarded as the richest square mile in, in in africa and i believe personally that the next richest square mile is in townships because a township is only a township by state of labeling how important is it to have passion in what you do it is very, very important because I, I always say, the MEC said it, that um, not everyone is going to be an entrepreneur. However, we are all entrepreneurs, even sitting in our own spaces in the corporate world uh, where you are, because you want to be valuable, because that you, bring, you want to be bringing skills that are, are also rare. Um, passion is very, very important. I mean, um, it has been outlined that you will fail. Money won't come in. So you need that passion to keep you going. However, that's why we have these formalized programs in place so that when the passion is still going, keeping you going, we're also holding your hand to say, let's look at, at this. Let's look at that. This is not working. If this is not working, let's move along to this one because we, we have to try different things. However, when you are not passionate about something, you will give up. You will definitely give up because it is just giving you headaches. We are not getting anywhere. And we, an entrepreneurship, we also need to understand that, yes, there will be failures and that we need to be learning from, from those failures. And we need to, for you to be successful as an entrepreneur, I, I'm sure you know this, is that you need that passion. You need the support. You need the support and then you, you need to be in a position of being accepting to, to changes and to, to, to criticism to say this is con- constructive criticism, you know, <laughs> to, to move along. So I, I think for me, passion is very important. I'm passionate about this program that we are doing because we're taking it to the, to the remote areas and I'm passionate about, uh, the boot camp that will come up in, in, towards end of November of those uh, learners, the, the business ideas, the top I think it's top nine teams, they'll be coming down and we'll have a technology day with them where we will be doing Internet of Things, so if you are interested please come through. It'll be nice. Uh, yeah. is, this, is this for the step up to your startup? Yes. So I know that I'm emceeing the awards. Okay. I, so it's, it's before, it's not the awards. It's, it's an, not the awards. Okay. okay. Uh, it's, uh, remember they will, uh, they will choose the top uh, nine or ten teams from around SA and then they will have a three day Boot camp, 
And one of those days is going to be a technology day that we will be hosting. So we will be uh, uh, drilling into Internet of Things what, 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 so that the, the learners can understand it and understand that IT will take their business idea further because that's, that's the excitement for us to be involved in this program. It's about that we bring in IT as well into the into their into their business, you know. I think um, you know one of the biggest. I, ca- I can't. The thing is, I love developing people, and I'm very passionate um, with the with the with 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 the with the work that I do. I'm very passionate about the development of people, and to have two amazing people. Um, I mean, three with the MEC sitting here in studio with me, who are not. You guys are not doing your job, but you guys it seems like you're doing what you love. Because <laughs> I mean, there's so much joy, there's so much smiles moving around, and that's something very impactful. And I'm definitely gonna take Mr. Katu up on the offer. <laughs> Because what we do, what, what, what my company does as a social, um, responsibility is that we, I run an initiative in the townships called T. So it's Township Entrepreneur Alliance. And once a month, every third Saturday of the month, we get entrepreneurs together and we develop them. And my company funds that and we need funding to make it bigger and better. But you know, we, we've been running up for a year and four months and we've been able to develop a thousand six hundred entrepreneurs, bringing in highly ranked entrepreneurs and speakers into the township. Now, in closing it up, now we, we normally close it up uh, through 360biz style. Um, just words of encouragement, a minute or 30 seconds or however long. No, well, not too long. <laughs> Check out, she goes. <clears throat> but words of encouragement to a young person out there who wants to jump into entrepreneurship or one who is in entrepreneurship and they're stuck. They don't know what to do and they keep failing. They keep hitting a ceiling, just whatever it is that is in your heart. Um, if you have an idea... Go out there. Don't sit with your idea. There are, there are a lot of agencies that can, can assist you. Look for information. Uh, you know, we love Google. Google, there are agencies that will be able to assist you. If you are stuck, uh, ask, ask. I always say to people that there is information, but we just don't ask. Ask the right questions, and there's no stupid question. If you don't know where funding is, there is funding out there. We we have a lot of agencies that can help with funding, and 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 do what you love. Do what you love. Just do what you love, and and it's very yeah. important that that element is there also because uh, it it helps you succeed because yeah. it it doesn't feel like work, like you said, it doesn't yeah. feel like work, and and make a difference. It's very important to give back to 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 our communities, make a difference. Thank you, Lorato, Mr. Katu, in shutting it down. Yeah, no, no. I mean, uh, what I would say to young people out there, aspiring entrepreneurs, is that. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, the reality of it is that uh, impossible is nothing. Mm. Uh, it's always impossible until it's done. And uh, the sky is not the limit. As a young person, you are limitless. Uh, if you can dream it, you can be it. If you can think it, you can be it. And again, information is out there, assistance is out there. Mm. Just step up and ask. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, guys, for tuning in. My name is Bulelani Balabala. Make sure that you go out there, young entrepreneurs, and get things done. Let nothing stand in your way. Go out there and achieve. Make more sales, clinch more deals, build the economy, and be a social entrepreneur. Thank you. This is CliffCentral.com.